Hey everybody, how are you today? It is time for another episode of The Untrained Eye. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. So, we got a good episode today. Uh, it would have been a lot better had Audacity not decided to take a dump all over me and Beth. It was so gross. Uh, but we recorded the episode and... Uh, I actually thought we were going to lose the whole entire thing, which would have been terrible uh, because Audacity just said not responding for like 10 minutes. And I was like, well, I cannot be more angry. But as it turns out, it gave us, I would say, 99.9% of the episode. But there were a lot of dropouts. And so what that means, I found out, is that it means there are points where there is just long silences so rather than leave those silences in or try and take them out and just you know let the audio be choppy and not make sense in some points i am going to take this as a test and try and uh just join all this stuff together in a way that you will not even notice so if it works then you're welcome for a expertly crafted episode made just for you and if it doesn't work then i'm sorry but it's my first time doing this so hopefully it won't happen again but if it does hopefully it'll get better honestly depending on how well or bad this goes like i want your feedback more than ever on this episode just it doesn't even have to be on the content, but just if you noticed any of the spots where I had to edit stuff in. I don't know if I mentioned, I haven't done it yet. I'm, do, I'm doing this intro first before I edit it down because I feel like the process has the, the editing process is going to have the ability to break me down. And while I'm not broken, I wanted to do this intro. Uh, but yeah, I want your feedback because I want to know what it sounds like because if it doesn't sound good and you can tell... You know, it's super easy to tell where I was editing. I want to know because I'm going to keep that file so that I can kind of use that as practice. Again, I think it's a good episode. I think the majority of it is going to be great. And then there are going to be moments where, you know, at least I will know what's going on. And it'll be, excuse me, it'll be annoying to me only. Uh, or it'll be annoying to you, but hopefully it'll just be annoying to me. Uh... Check us out, as always, on Instagram, at Untrained iPod, uh, Twitter, all that nonsense. Um, if you have any feedback at all that you want to give us, uh, you can send us an email at, uh, what is it, untrainedipod at gmail.com. Uh, any kind of feedback at all, good, bad, or otherwise. Um, stuff you want to hear on the show, stuff you'd like to hear less of on the show. And uh, as of today, as of recording this intro as well, we're also currently on Spotify. So if you're already listening to this then and you're not on Spotify, then as I'm assuming this isn't going to affect you at all. But uh, if you know anyone who would listen to a podcast, but it's not on Spotify, so how am I supposed to listen to it? Tell your friends. Tell everyone. Listen to the Untrained iPod. We know these people. They have such beautiful voices. Oh my god. They're just their voices are buttery. They're delicious. They're good. You're just gonna Oh my god, you're gonna wanna fry up some eggs and their voices. Mm. Do it. Tell everybody. Uh you know, do all the stuff. Make sure you subscribe. All that nonsense. 
so without further ado, here's the episode. I don't know what it's called yet. I don't remember what episode it is. I'm pretty sure it's episode six. So please enjoy uh, the Frankenstein that I have created for you. Oh, I love you. All right, so third time's a charm, huh? <laughs> I mean, are you saying we're rolling? I'm saying we're rolling, and I'm saying that I might have made a sound slightly better to me. I don't think anyone else is going to be like, oh, right. I bet he turned some knobs. He did turn some knobs. He I turned saw <laughs> three to six knobs, <laughs> possibly eight. Oh, okay. Because our two uh, little preamps, maybe? Have gain knobs, which I also turned. Mm. I don't know what any Exciting. of these. Exciting. By the way, you were telling me to like maybe you should watch a tutorial on how to do this. <laughs> Can I tell you? I have Googled every tutorial you could possibly find about like, hey, how do you EQ better? And you know what they all say? Yeah, man, just get your gain right. And I'm like, all right, well that's for noises, but I don't know how to make them sound smoother more buttery more delicious so that's what we've been doing a hundred times and now everyone gets to hear oh yeah (laughs) we done did it yeah i mean people i've heard like say that it sounds a lot like a thousand times better than the first episode and that it's like pretty clear so i don't know well the first episode also was done through a laptop microphone yeah that was a fiasco but i mean there has been a few episodes since that where people have mentioned that it sounds clear so i don't know well right in tell us <laughs> hey it sounds great if it sounds anything other than great, I don't want to hear about it. Or if you have any tips on that. Yeah, if you have any hot tips, that would be great. Or if you know of a YouTube video <laughs> that specifically is like, here's how you do it, stupid. Just go ahead and send it to untrainedipod at gmail.com. And mm-hmm. I will not look at it because I'm not getting your viruses. Nope. <laughs> not on my computer. Uh, so... You're back from your trip. It's been a couple days. How was it up in Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I got to see my mom. And, uh, like, we had a lot of running around to do, but... Um, I heard you got to see the haunted bed, or at least the house that Oh, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I did. Yeah, we did take some pictures of the house. Like, it's so old, because I think it was built, like, in the, maybe the 1900s. 1900- Three. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. But don't know like it's means. it's condemned now and like falling apart, which is sad because like I have memories there. But how many stories is it? One or two? Just one. I definitely would have broken in there. Why? It seemed like it would be dangerous because the like floors look like they're falling apart. Wait, how did you guys walk up to it? Like the look in the windows or just drive? No, past we it? just drove past it. I mean, oh, maybe we could have tried because the porch. Oh, well, the porch is different. That's outside. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true, but I don't think they condemned it for no good reason. 
<laughs> so we didn't try to go up there, but we did because it's on a corner. So we were able to look at the backyard and the side and the the front. It's probably asbestos. It's probably pristine in there. I'm sure it does have that. But um, like we, we did take some pictures of it. So maybe we'll post some later. But like it's. It does look like a creepy house, and maybe it was the house and not those beds. <laughs> yeah, I'll like, <laughs> have a little red arrow pointing towards the room. This is the room the haunted bed was in. Yeah. Well, that room, well, there was two rooms, because the one room where the twin beds was, was on the side of the house, and the other one was on the other side. So... So I wanted to tell you about this, but I never, I didn't read about it. But what is the Sasha Baron Cohen thing that's happening? <laughs> well, I saw this video of all these, like, I don't know if they're real politicians, but yes, talk, they are. Oh, yes. Like talking about like kindergartners having guns and being <laughs> trained to like protect people Himself. from gunmen. Uh, I love Sasha Baron Cohen so much. He had, there was one article that I saw that was like, I think it was Joe Arpaio, maybe that police officer from Arizona or the sheriff from Arizona, I think is, is who that is. Was like, I can't believe it. He duped me. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, but that's what he always does. Like interviews people that think that it's a real interview and then like ask them ridiculous questions. Yeah. Joe Arpaio says he was duped by Sasha Baron Cohen, which God, I love the Ali G show so much. I cannot wait to see what this is. This is going to be amazing. Yeah, because he seems like so much smarter <laughs> than all these people that he like. I don't know. Like he seems smart and like funny because he always comes up with a way to ask them ridiculous, uncomfortable things that he shouldn't <laughs> be asking. But. He knows just enough to get under their skin, which is hilarious. Yeah, former Arizona Sheriff Joe Arpaio admitted that he was tricked into giving an interview. Uh, wait, it says, he said the experience made him very uncomfortable because mm -hmm. some of the language that Cohen's character used, such as golden shower. <laughs> Yuck. He said he documented the experience in a personal memo shortly after the interview. I don't know what that has to do with anything other than he just has now uh, a memo that says, I was tricked and it's going to be on TV later. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> yeah. No one likes me and they're going to, I don't know. Hopefully like me more now that I did this. Um, that sheriff is saying that? Or... Mm -hmm. A promo video posted on his Twitter account this week features former Vice President Dick Cheney being asked to autograph a waterboard kit, a what? gallon jug, and a towel. <laughs> did he do it, I wonder? <laughs> I hope they didn't say. I hope they just let it happen uh, <laughs> we get to see it on the show. I don't care. What does it... I... Yep, that was me punching the microphone. I was so excited. <laughs> Showtime has said the seven-episode series. I We will get Showtime just to watch that and then cancel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks very interesting. I love Sasha Baron Cohen so much. I don't care what anybody says. Even though, what was that movie? Not the last one that he did, but... Uh, you hear that? It's our neighbor's. They're kids. They're children. Oh, yeah. Wait, everyone quiet? 
hate those kids so much. Uh, <laughs> no, what was it? Oh, Bruno was the movie. That movie was like, hey, man, you're going to see some stuff that makes you very uncomfortable if you're a straight guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very, yeah. Very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, pretend to, like, channel his dead partner or something. <laughs> he starts, like, doing... Um, motions that are motions. not PG. <laughs> Humping motions. Yeah, and hand motions. Uh, <laughs> gross. Yeah, uh, it was uncomfortable, but it was pretty funny. That's funny, because that, the Ali G show, that was probably one of the first, like, DVD sets that I bought. Because uh, I know, well, I mean, we were together, and we bought, like, some random ones because like before Dawson's Creek. <laughs> oh yeah, we have all of those because I loved that show. Um but that was be- at least freaking kids. <laughs> um that was before Ugh. <laughs> every time I go to talk I can hear them. Anyway, um that was before Netflix or Amazon or Hulu. So you would have to um if you wanted to watch it TV show all the way through you either had to buy it on DVD or you had to like pay attention every week and like you had a clock a time clock to check into you're like oh it's nine o'clock I have to be here on my couch so I can not miss this episode because if I do I might not see it because when they play it in reruns sometimes they don't play them all the way through or um every episode because maybe they don't have as much time maybe they have another show that they're trying to play so they don't play everyone or what if the electricity goes out for a moment and the vcr loses (laughs) the time and it doesn't record when it should yeah exactly like (laughs) what a stupid thing we did (laughs) we had the technology of television but we're like yeah man this is the best we can do we can just try and try and make sure that this vcr can record it in time yeah. I don't remember. Did the TV have to be on? Mm, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember either. It seems like no, but that seems crazy that it would be Still off. Still pick it up. And somehow do it. Yeah. We did this, and I don't remember. <laughs> like, I did it a lot. I remember... I don't think it did. I remember one of the first things that I ever tried to record, and I did not understand how recording on the on VHS worked. I just knew that you needed a tape... You needed to know what you wanted to tape, and you needed to have enough tape to get the whole catch the whole thing on your VHS. Right. And I grew up in the age where New Kids on the Block was super cool, and so they were doing <laughs> like a concert on Fox or something. They were like, we're going to have the hour concert. So I wanted to see the concert, but I also, there was something else on at the same time that I wanted to watch. And this is why I'm asking if the TV had to be on, because... I tried to record the concert and watch something else, mm-hmm. but I ended up just recording the thing that I watched. <laughs> well, and I was mean, so mad. I was like an eight-year-old idiot, just like I, I need to see new kids. That's really funny. Where is that? Well, Jordan I'm sure Knight? the TV him. had to be tuned to the right channel, probably. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think it had to be on, but it just had to be on the right channel, maybe. I remember getting in trouble as a kid because my dad would be trying to. This wasn't the V. This wasn't the VCR that I was recording with, but it was like the original one we had when I was a very like 
probably five years old. We had this VCR that I would get in so much trouble because I would like bust in the room and be like, Dad, da, ba, 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 ba. and he would yell at me and then spank me because you'd be like, you can't come in here and talk because even just the ambient noise in the room, mm -hmm. it would catch that noise. So you'd be watching whatever it is, you know, Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> and then you'd hear me come in like... <laughs> and then your dad spanking you in the background. And then you could hear him being like... He was smart enough to be like, we gotta leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> but then you would hear me get spanked. Well, you wouldn't hear me. I would just recall getting spanked. Yeah. While watching Terminator taped off TBS. <laughs> or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. I used to tape things all the time, like music videos and um, just whatever movie. I remember, like, it being an art form, trying to get, have the uh, cassette tape recorder mm -hmm. and here being just glued to the radio waiting for I Wish by Skilo to come on and be like, all right. So you can record it on I've, a cassette tape? Mm-hmm. And just like, you'd hear the guy talking like, all right, everybody, it's 93.3 FLZ, double And you'd hear, like, oh, here it comes. All right, all right, all right, all right. And boom, record. You're like, yes, got it. And then you'd be like so into whatever song it was that you forgot to like uh, press stop where they're like, I was Skilo with I Wish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a ton of those tapes. Like I kind of wish I could find those and like listen to them to see like what kind of ridiculous stuff I recorded. Mine was all stupid because I, instead of, this is how lazy I was, but how not lazy I was at the same time, is I knew that I, when I liked a song, I wanted to hear it a lot. But I also knew that I didn't want to keep rewinding over and over. So what I would do is I would have tapes and tapes and tapes of like the same song over <laughs> and over and over again. That's really funny. Excuse me. But it was different times that it was on the radio. So I would be waiting <laughs> for by the, the radio for, for the next it. time that they were going to play it. And then, oh, got it again. And then you could tell when I wasn't paying attention because you would get it like halfway through the song <laughs> and I would still be like, ah, I'll know. I'll just record the rest of it. I'll know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like rewinding was such a hassle too. Like when they came out with CDs, I was like, this is amazing. When they came out with CDs and then <clears throat> when they came out with the Walkman, the CD Walkman or whatever that you could like, or the portable CD player. Mm -hmm. And it, you got up to like the... You had the, the poor person uh, <laughs> CD Walkman that had no skip protection. And then you had like the... So you can really walk with it. <laughs> no. You had to like hold it like you were a server. Like with a steady. Uh, platter. Slow and steady. <laughs> yeah. And then you like worked your way up to the rich guy one that had like a 30 second anti-skip. And you'd be, I remember get, the first time I got one of those 30 second ones, I was like, oh my God. I remember tapping it, like hitting it with the pencil, like, and it wouldn't Testing skip. It. I was like, this is amazing. How does it do that? <laughs> I don't know. Technology, man. It's just funny that I was so adamant about getting the like long skip ones because I, or long anti skip ones because those were meant for like runners. And uh, anyone that knows me knows I am not a runner. <laughs> I wasn't then. I'm not now. I never will be a runner, ever. 
if ever we are in a scary movie where Jason Voorhees shows up and is going to chop me, I'm going to be like, yeah, man, go out, go, go to it. Cause there is no chance I'm running away from you. Yeah. Do you want to borrow my Walkman? <laughs> yeah. You're going to need this so you can hear your own theme song. I'm going to be walking. <laughs> You'll hear that with no skips at all. Yeah, no, I won't be. I Yeah, hopefully that never happens because I'm not a runner either. I'll just go ahead and surrender because I'd rather not be terrified and with my heart rate up. <laughs> I'm going to need that to stay on chill. <laughs> Yeah, you would only have to worry about him or who's the other one? Mike Myers. <clears throat> but, Michael Myers, sorry. Yeah, so I mean technology has definitely changed because now well, before you had to wait for songs to come on the radio. Like you're like unless you bought the C D. Yeah, like an uh, idiot, and then you're like, God, this whole C D is terrible. I bought it for I've spent twenty dollars. <laughs> On one CD so that I could have one song. Oh, yeah. Well, you could buy the singles, too. Do you remember those on the cassettes? Dude, I had the... I, Busta Rhymes had uh, Woo Ha, <laughs> and that was a single, and it had, like, two or three remixes on it that, as far as I know, were nowhere else but on that single, mm -hmm. and, dude, I wore that CD out with those remixes like they were amazing because i loved woo-ha i love buster rhymes buster rhymes is the best um but like now like it seems like we have overly abundant access to music like i love music clearly but like now if you want to hear any song at all you can just if you can go to pandora or amazon or um, if it's not on those, like you can have instant access to it through YouTube. So it's not like you have to wait for it to come on the radio or even pay for it at all. Well, that's why I like the, uh, a lot of those bands now that really you and everyone else either hates or think is <laughs> stupid because I don't know, it's not, I would say a lot of the stuff that I like now, you don't really hear on the radio and you don't really like no one like no one likes lewis cole or noah i say no one but like i mean clearly as a following uh yeah i mean i feel I'm like just I, not part of it no i feel like i've already said this on the podcast but i just think it's so cool that i like i found him through whatever it was and then I don't know, maybe a couple months later he announced oh, we're going on tour with red hot chili peppers I was like Hmm. You are wrong, Bethany. <laughs> no. No, I'm not. You are wrong. I mean, someone's wrong, but it's not me. It's definitely you. Uh, it's <laughs> not your boy Anthony Kiedis and Flea and the others that are in the And the band. others. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I talking about the technology changing. Like, I remember then for years, like, once MP3s became a thing, uh, then I was like, ooh, I have this four gig mp3 player Ooh, yeah I now fit. i don't have to cart around these cds these yeah. bulky paper thin cds yeah I, I don't have to yeah i don't have to have my uh trapper keeper of uh of cds yeah ten thousand sheets of cds look mm, guys uh my collection is amazing you remember why the carnival i still have my original copy <laughs> yeah i had that one too and I think I bought album, the genuine way. album twice. 
Dude, the Genuine album was crazy because I remember me and my buddy Antoine were like, we knew about that CD or that album forever. And I remember like years later, uh, songs coming out on MTV or, you know, videos coming out on MTV and we were like, what? This this album's been out for years, and they're just coming out with it. Everyone's acting like this is like the newest, craziest thing, and da da da. Like it was just, it's so weird to think that an album would come out and people wouldn't really know about it until a video showed mm-hmm. up for the song. Oh yeah, it's just an advertisement. <laughs> it's just so weird. Well, because it seems I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't really know how that works, like, with radio stations. If it's not in the, like, Hot 100, then I bet, like, the producers or whatever have to pay to get it played. So. Well, if they do, then they don't, uh, you know, do it over the table because pay-to-play is definitely illegal. Is it? A hundred percent. One hundred percent. Well, then, what do they do? Just um, release the newest songs and then wait for people to request them, or honestly, I don't know. It's hilarious because I went to school for it for a <laughs> while, but I don't know anymore. Like I don't remember because I don't. It just doesn't matter. I don't think anymore. I don't. I feel like no one. I don't know. Like we. I feel like we are the last generation of people that cared about the radio. I cannot imagine anyone under the age of 30 is like, boy, I was listening to the radio the other day and I heard some Blink-182 or whatever is cool now on the radio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I figure they're remaking every movie. They might as well just like remake every band too. Like, Guys, it's some 41. They're back. They're back again. It's not even the same members, but we just some 41'd it. There's a new third eye blind, and this guy doesn't have a lisp. <laughs> yes, he does. He does. <laughs> but no, the drummer has the lisp this time, so oh, it doesn't okay, matter. Oh, okay, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> he slurs his beats. Uh, um, but yeah, and then we go from four gig, you know, 150 songs. Like, yeah, I can listen to my songs all day. <laughs> Won't hear the same, same one twice. Yeah, or commercials. To, like, now everyone listens to... I say everyone, but it just took you forever to get on the train of podcasts. But it seems like everyone just listen to podca- listens to podcasts and has... Say what now? Has a, yeah, <laughs> a podcast. And then has music, like, interspersed. Because I think you and I kind of are on the same track as far as, like, you know, you listen to podcasts a lot. And then your brain kind of fries a little bit. And you need music to kind of level it out yeah because like you can only process so much information uh so then you need music that uh, like i listen to a lot of the same stuff but like sometimes i will listen to a lot of new songs um but not very often like there's a million songs that i already like so it's not like i'm listening to the same exact songs every day it's just um I, i have some different stations and i just zone out and i don't have to pay attention to it or try not to miss anything because if i did i could just go back to it again and listen to it 10 more times but i don't well and that's why i like that new station i found on spotify that's either just like instrumentals or 
like French rap. It makes sense, but not really. Like it just sounds <laughs> like it makes sense because it all like flows nicely. But you have no idea. And it to me, it's like especially hearing rap in another language is insane to think about because like who I would love to meet someone that gets excited about someone I've some weird French white rapper that is just like, oh my God, it's him. It's that guy. He's doing his raps again. And what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no one knows him, but if you go to anywhere and say an American rapper, if you are like Drake, people will immediately know who you're talking about. Right. Yeah, I would guess all over the world. It's just funny that it doesn't go both ways. Right. Um, well, it's crazy, too, like, what kind of different, like, music genres take off in different countries, like K-pop. Like, that seems kind of annoying to me. <laughs> but they, like, it's like New Kids on the Block meets Techno. <laughs> well, isn't that uh, your old boy Gaganum style? Well, that, yeah, I like that, actually. I think that's kind of fun. But, like... It's too high energy, I guess. Like, I, I, I like dancing, and I, there's no way I could keep up with that rhythm. No, yeah, you could, because you like that, uh, even though I've listened to a couple of their other songs, and they're not as good, I don't think. That Galantis, I think, is their name. Oh, yeah. It's got peanut that peanut butter, butter jelly. jelly. Yeah. Yeah, but I probably would listen to that song, and that's it. Like, I wouldn't buy the whole album, so I can stay at this heart rate level by the way could not if you are like if it's monday and you're like ugh, or just the morning time you're like i cannot get focused just put some headphones on and find galantis peanut butter jelly and put that on and if you are not ready to punch the world in the face by the time that's over then you just look look around you you're in a coffin you're dead you've been (laughs) dead for years (laughs) yeah it is definitely high energy and sometimes that is, like, motivating to listen to music that is high energy because it gets you, like, pumped up. But I don't, I don't know. Like, there's that. And then, like, Germany, like, I think they listen to a lot of techno music. And, like. I will never not be able to hear just any. There is no German music. There's only Rammstein. Rammstein. Uh I have no idea what the... Uh, Doesn't that mean you hate me? You hate me. <laughs> what a great... Du, du, du husk. husk. <laughs> du husk, bitch. I, 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 I. Um, I would, you know, it's thought, like someone, they should re-release that song and sing it in English because I feel like that would be a hilarious song in English. <laughs> like if they translate it exactly you, the way it's written. You hate you hate me. <laughs> but they have to do it in an American accent. They cannot have the English, or the English, the Russian accent. <laughs> but what part of America? Uh, I, I vote Southern, or... Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, God damn Like, it. where are they from? Boston. Uh, who? The people that you're trying to describe. Uh, it's Boston, Bostonians. Okay. Oh my wicked. god. <laughs> you, you wicked hate me, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's interesting the different types of music. 
Mm-hmm. The different kinds. Well, I mean, that countries like, pick up on and, like... There's country and western. <laughs> what, here in America? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's well, funny. I had a buddy in college. Like, I, I wish I had been able to go overseas before there was the internet because I had a buddy in college who, when he was a kid, he used to talk about going to Italy when he was young. And he said that those people there just thought that he, they thought, they were like, I don't know, what, what do you, you know how to ride a horse, right? And shoot guns? Oh, because he's from America? Yep. They were like, why aren't you wearing your hat? Why don't you have your bathing suit on? Shouldn't you be running down a beach somewhere? Dude, like, they treated him like he was a rock star <laughs> over there. They were like, I can't even believe it. You're American. You're a crazy American. You shoot guns and you ride horses. Like, he said that was their main thing whenever he was there, is that they thought he shot guns and rode horses. Did he? Mm-mm. No, he did not. Not So they one were bit. disappointed. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure he told them. He probably that he did. did not. I would. He probably was like, "Yeah, too bad there's no horses or guns around here because I would totally show y'all how it's done." And we're like, actually, <laughs> like, oh man, I didn't bring my saddle though. I have a special, specific saddle I use. Yeah. For and I didn't bring my shooting glasses. So man, dang. Darn it. I have somewhere to be this afternoon. See, you know how you guys thought that we just rode horses <laughs> and shot guns? I thought that you guys had... Listen, shut up. Give me yeah. some spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but it's on my uncle's farm. <laughs> yeah. We can't feed you until mm-hmm. you ride this horse <laughs> and shoot this bullseye while riding it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Stupid American. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wonder how they got that, like, from watching old, like, Western it, TV shows like Bonanza. <laughs> like Bonanza. It had to be. I don't understand how else. I don't know. I don't either. But, but I'm just saying, that would have been the fun time to go overseas is when people were just like, now they're like, oh, Americans, they're just like, really, I don't know. Like, overprivileged. If they're not, like, shooting the under, the downtrodden, <laughs> they're just uh, complaining yeah. that they're... Uh, they're like, oh, we need to separate you from your parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's weird that you came here and you're American. Aren't you, like, ripping children out of their mother's arms? How would you have time to come here? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I would have thought that was a full-time job, just ripping babies away from mothers. Yeah. That just seems awful. And it's supposedly not happening anymore. Or they outlawed it again. Or Well, good. Because, I mean, I mean, if the people are already in jail and they're facing deportation, why do their children need to be taken away from them? Like, what purpose does that serve? Don't do it again. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess that would teach them a lesson, but I don't. I don't think that's necessary. And it, like, puts the children at risk. Because, well, like, I saw, I read this article that said that one of those guards was, like, molesting children. Cool. Yeah, not cool. Fun day. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't like that one. By the way, if you heard about one, it definitely was more than one. Yeah, for sure. 
Like, anytime that people have some kind of power over other people, they always take advantage of it, and it's disgusting. Uh, yeah. So, I just, I don't know. Like, the people that are, like, trying to flee over here to try and make some kind of life, even though they're doing it illegally, it just seems sad that they would risk all that and then um, be captured, I guess, and then be stripped from their children and be facing going back to a place that is awful. Yeah, I definitely would make me not want to do it again. But here's what's crazy is if I was trying to flee to Mexico, I don't know that me not speaking Spanish would be a plus in me figuring out what was going to happen to me if I made it over the border and got caught. Because how they say that, you know, oh, we were doing that as a deterrent. But did they know that that was going to happen? Like, why in the world would they be like, yeah, we're already going to do this thing that's not legal. Let's find out every ramification of it. Right. Or like, no. Like, that's the thing that's crazy is that seems like no one is really saying is that it's so bad there that they know it's illegal. They know. They know. Listen, forget what happens once they get here. Because honestly, from all the stories that I've heard uh, on podcasts, uh, getting separated from your kid, pretty bad. I guess, but what's more bad, what's way worse, yeah, more bad. I stand by that. More bad. Okay. Uh, morbid, we'll say, is how they actually have to get here. Like, the coyotes or whoever it is that's taking them here, they're not great folks. Right, they completely take advantage of them. They definitely aren't like, hey, let me help you. Thanks for giving me all this money. Now Your let life me, savings. Let me treat you kindly and get you across the border. Oh, we only brought you halfway? Well, it's going to be double that life savings that you've already given us to take you the rest of the way. Also, or we can turn you in. We're 100% going to beat you and rape you and then dip. Yeah. And then if you are lucky enough to make it here, then it's a whole new ball game of being taken advantage of because you are illegal you can't get a reputable job, a legal one, and uh, where you might go um, knows that, so they can completely take advantage of you as well. So the whole thing is completely... You're a free slave. Isn't that cool? Yeah. You're like a slave that can just move around anywhere you want. You can go to any jail. You can get any kind of beating you can take. You can take one beating. You can go somewhere else and take another beating. You get treated like trash here and can make it through that. You can go get treated like trash somewhere else. Yeah. And I mean, now, you have a better opportunity to get treated like trash here. And again, because I there, I just listened to something the other day that was talking about um, this guy that, that made it here. I think he came in from Mexico and he made it all. He made it to New York. And uh, this dude, he got to get to here before he even made it, was beaten, was raped, was, you know, had every terrible thing happen to him, made it there. Uh, found out that his cousin, I think, wanted to come uh, to America as well. And he was like, nah, don't do it. He was like, it is a it. bad scene. P.S. She did die. Uh, his cousin or mm-hmm. she died out in the desert trying to come anyway yep and he 
he said he was saying that he told her what happened, but not not fully. Like he didn't go into the fact that he got raped and stuff. Um, but he said that he like you know told her like how bad it was, the beatings that he took, and all that stuff, and still bad enough that she was like, "Don't care, I'm coming anyway." Right now, maybe if she knew about the rapings, that she would be like, eh, "Maybe I will give it a second thought." But I'm gonna go ahead and say, sounds like she probably would have been like, "Yeah, I'll risk it," because right. if it's that terrible that you're willing to walk through the desert where people die uh, a lot more than they used to because of the way that the border is set up now, or how the like the part of the wall is set up or something. I, I don't remember. I'm doing a bad job of recounting this, but um, the reason they were part of the reason they were telling that story is because uh, she died in the desert because of how like there's a lot of immigrants that are dying in the desert in this one spot where they didn't used to. They're, they didn't used to come through this spot. But now, I guess, because of the way that the border is set up, mm-hmm. uh, or the way that the security at the border is set up, that the way that they would normally come through is not as secure. So they have to go through like this, you know, more, I guess, treacherous or dangerous part of the desert. And they still are trying to come through. Right. So, but now I think that, like, I don't know, like 10 or 15,000 people a year are dying out in the Jeez. desert. Just in this one spot. So, who knows what it's like all over the border, but... Yeah. It's just really sad, but I've heard a lot of people talking about that. And, um, I mean, maybe we could try to make it easier for people to become legal residents here. Or, maybe there's a way somehow we could help them figure out a way so it's not so bad that they need to escape like that. Well, I mean, what does that entail? Going to a country and being like, you Taking can't. Taking over. Yeah. <laughs> Taking over Mexico. Yeah, how did that work in Afghanistan? I mean, it didn't. But, I mean, there has to be some way to help. But, I mean, maybe they would be um, open to some kind of suggestion or helpful way to try to make it better. So, so many people aren't fleeing. Maybe... I mean, it seems like anything that you see about Mexico shows that, that, like, the government is corrupt and that the cartels basically run the country, but... By the way, the podcast that I was listening to that was talking about that was Radio Lab. I just looked it up, and uh, it was three... It was the Border Trilogy, uh, and the episodes came out on March 23rd, April 6th, and April 20th, and they were mm-hmm. called Hole in the Fence, Hold the Line, and What Remains. And uh, what I re- terribly recounted was one of them. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. It Like, listening to those three podcasts was kind of... Uh, <sighs> if anything, it made it... It made an already gray issue so gray that it's I've never seen anything this gray in my whole life. Like I just if I if I was far from an answer before I listened to this, I'm not even in the same universe as what the answer is now as far as what to do. For but the like what makes it so gray? 
because I mean it it kind of shows both sides because I think hole in the wall or hole in the fence talks about how like one of the one of the places that they were coming through from Mexico was literally the border came right up to this fence or yeah literally the border was right at the line <laughs> it was incredible you'd never believe it no the fence the border fence was like right literally right into the school to the point to where like kids at this school were uh it just became almost like a police state at this school because they were getting hassled every day because uh i ice ins, INS. Would, be, would be there like you know basically asking everyone for ids to be like hey we need to make sure you're you know who you say you are what i, I don't know I, I it was it's been about um, two months since i've listened to those podcasts but it talks about how they that school trying to protect themselves from the government coming in there and uh shaking them down every day kind of um kind of help kickstart putting way tighter laws in that we're going to be like you know not that we need to be helping people illegally cross the border but it was you know basically put us to, uh oh that's what it was no you know what bless you i'm Thank not you. just listen to the podcast i'm sorry i i i wish i had realized that I was going to talk about this and I probably would have listened to it before we did this podcast so I could recount it better but yeah well another like one of the TV shows that we watched like of course it's a drama and they want to be as dramatic as possible but the show American Crime Mm -hmm. um, the last season of it um, showed what it's like for like migrant workers to come over here and uh, like try to make it um, one of the storylines focused on this guy that was coming to find his son and uh, just what he had to go through to even, like... Get a, a crumb of information. Right. And, like, how he was being treated. Like, in Mexico, he actually had a good life. But whenever he, like, came across the border as a, um illegal, then, like, every person that could take advantage of him did... And before anyone is like, well, you saw this show and there was a, you know, it's dramatized, you know, past the point of what's actually normal. Uh, We just. Mm. So anyway. Well, I mean, I'm curious about what you were actually trying to say there. Radio edit. Uh, No, 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 no. I'm just saying that, you know. Someone could hear that or even watch that show and be like, this is way over dramatic for what it actually is. Yeah, but I mean, unless you're living that life, you don't know that. And maybe it is over dramatic, but like, I don't think it is. I don't I don't think so either. I think that was probably the the nice part of it mm. um, because like he was able to move around and sometimes get out of different situations. But I'm sure that a lot of the people just end up staying and being taken advantage of so they can try, but they can't move on. But, um, Mm. like what we know, like personally about, um, some immigrants is, um, like people think it's super easy to just come here. You don't, 
get to just come here. Like you go to like once you apply for citizenship here, if you're like trying to get away from a country that is like um, like Syria or like one of the countries where uh, people are trying to escape because of um, like it's super dangerous for them and their families and they're trying not to be murdered or um, just taken in. Uh, like they apply for citizenship here and then, um, I mean, I might not be a hundred percent on this, but like from what I've heard is they go to what, like, it's not like concentration camps, but they go to these camps where they're held for a long time until they can be cleared to be, to become U.S. citizens. You mean, are you talking about the ones that come across the border, like not... By no, normal means? Or? No, I'm talking about people that actually try to become citizens. It's not like they just get a free pass and they walk right in. Like, those people are held also and, like, monitored and, like, all these security screenings are done. They don't come right over. Like, they're in those camps for, like, months while they're, like, doing crazy background checks and just monitoring them. And then, finally, once they get to come here, they... Usually, they don't speak the language, and they have a hard time, like, finding work. Um, They have a short period of time where the government will try to help them become placed uh, and find some kind of, um, like, housing and work. I think they get, like, four months of, like, paid housing and maybe, like, food stamps or something. And then once that is over, they either swim or drown and they're on their own. So like that kind of stuff is very sad because like, uh, like four months really is not a long time to try to assimilate to a completely different, uh, world and society. And then, um, in that respect, even if you are a legal citizen, if you don't speak the language, like people are easily taken advantage of. So it's really sad, like, thinking of all these people that are trying to escape other places and come to where we are and, like, thinking of how lucky we are to be, have like, to have been born here. And there is a lot of issues that could be solved, but at least, at the least, we're not trying to escape some kind of crazy, crazy regime. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, people complain about Trump. By the way, you know what's been great is I, for, I don't know, from like the moment that Trump got elected until really about a month ago, uh, I felt like all I heard about was Trump and everyone was complaining about Trump all day, every day. And then I realized that I fell back into the trap that I had fallen, I had been in for years which was just being super dialed in to all this political nonsense. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny because I stopped listening to a lot of like the political podcasts I was listening to. I stopped reading all of the stupid articles that I was reading about Trump. And I'm like, oh, no one's complaining about Trump. But that is not true. They <laughs> still are. I just don't know about it. And it's great. Like, I... I'm really bad about taking that stuff like really onto my own shoulders and acting like it's something that I really can do something about or change. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. No matter how bad it is, you know, or how bad we perceive it to be, oh, Trump is going to, but 
it's not that bad. It's yeah. just not that bad because people are only saying, oh, if he gets elected, I'll leave and go to Canada. Yeah, you're just saying that if he gets elected. Nothing's actually going to happen to you. You're just going to do that because you're mad that your guy or gal lost. Right. Uh, you know, the well, people... and I mean, people take for granted that they can go on whatever uh, social media they want and be like, Trump's the worst. Say, like in other yeah. countries, you could get shot for that. Hello, Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or maybe China or like any place where you're not supposed to speak out against your elected official. So most places yeah. that aren't here so, <laughs> or Canada. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> as bad as people say Trump is, you know, yeah, he's done some stuff that's not great. But uh, the Secret Service isn't on its way to shoot me in the head right now. So I'm that's that's cool, man. He's crazy. A lot of them have been crazy. They just weren't so open about it. P.S. They also didn't have Twitter. I would have loved for Twitter to have existed from day one until now. Right. I think Trump would seem like a drop in the bucket of what was some of the craziest folks who ever <laughs> existed. <laughs> right. Yeah, that would be amazing. Especially since I just heard a podcast the other day, someone complaining about uh, who was the who was the one that everyone hated because he or they they didn't used to hate and then they did Jefferson. Was he the one that like was uh, boning down on all the, the slave slaves. ladies? Yeah, yeah, crazy. What was it Thomas Jefferson? TJ, I don't know, or was it Andrew? was it George Jefferson? Yeah. <laughs> Was yeah, Thomas Jackson? Jefferson. Yeah, he's the one that Monticello, and he had, like isn't what is there that? that's one of his estates, and it isn't there like a uh, statue of him with like maybe some slave children or I don't know. I have no idea, but all I know is if that dude had Twitter, it would have been a super exciting time to have Twitter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Or if what the America's uh, most popular black serial killer, uh, <laughs> William Jefferson Clinton. Oh yeah, if he Slain had Twitter, him. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how I'm gonna refer to him from now on. Well, we could keep it uh, kind of in that vein and go into super fun race stuff. Well, I mean that's always super fun because this was something that came through on Facebook that I thought was hilarious. Like, I saw it. I didn't believe it. I went to Google, and Google said, believe it, DJ. This is your new life. Where Zac Efron gets oh, his okay. balls busted hard because he put dreadlocks in his hair. And, and it's cultural appropriation. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I saved this article, but apparently I didn't. Get out of my face. Okay, does that mean that Chris Brown is culturally appropriating me because I had uh, bleached hair when I was a kid? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> is, mean, if it's not natural, then is he culturally appropriating M and M? Uh, good old Marshall Mathers when he does that. Crazy. By the way, you're allowed to do it for fun. I don't care what anybody says, and if you say you can't, please. Tweet at me. Please say, DJ, you cannot do this. This is cultural appropriation. Because I 
we'll put dreadlocks in it if you tell me that I cannot because yeah. that's who I am. <laughs> I mean, I don't see what the big deal about it is because I think I feel like um like uh what is it? Not mockery. <laughs> Flattery. Definitely not mockery, <laughs> but like imitation is the uh, the biggest form of flattery. So the fact yeah. that you wanted to get dreadlocks, I I don't I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's it's hair. It's not like he's burning crosses. You know what I mean? So I when I read that or when I read about that, it made me wonder like what exactly. It, how do you exactly define cultural appropriation and yeah. the only source and uh, and that is Wikipedia and it says cultural appropriation is a concept dealing with the adoption of the elements of a minority culture by members of the dominant culture it is distinguished from equal cultural exchange due to the presence of a colonial element and imbalance of power now that is crazy so does that mean that since, you know, in the next what, I don't know, 50 years or less, we're all going to be, you know, pretty much close to the same color, like some kind of cool shade of brown. You like me. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you're way ahead of the curve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm from the future. <laughs> you are from the future. You're from 3018. Uh, yeah. Does that mean that... Everyone will be culturally appropriating everything that they are. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Why can't you just look at something, say, whoa, that is really cool. I would like to have that as a part of my thing and have that as a part of your thing. Right. Like, it doesn't make you, if I wear a kimono, if I wear, if I wear one of those cool samurai armor hats, that doesn't make me a samurai. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no it does not it makes me have a stupid hat you know what when i was looking i work out in the sun every day mm-hmm. do you know what the, before i found that stupid hat that i have that's got the little flap the hat with a cape i call it mm-hmm. uh before i found that do you know what i looked up first is those uh rice paddy worker hats you know like the the like uh, <laughs> it looks like, like a triangle kind yeah. of over your shoulders. A little yes, bit. like it looks like a pyramid, but like smooth all the way around. And if anyone was like, you're culturally appropriating, I'd be like, yeah, because those dudes were geniuses. And that's why that was the first thing I thought of when I wanted the sun off of me was those freaking brilliant dudes that were like, listen, our skin is very fair and we need to keep the sun off of it. And you know what? As a white guy, my skin burns, so I need to cover it. <laughs> right. So I have to look for other light-skinned people and how they figured out how to keep the sun off of them. And I yeah. did. <laughs> I mean, I can see why people would be upset with cultural appropriation if they, like, are doing things and then, like, the ma- majority is like, oh, I'm going to take this. But I don't think that anyone's going to be like, oh, white people, they're the ones that originated dreadlocks. Now, I could see if someone was mad if I was keeping the sun off of my neck by wearing a gigantic Indian headdress. Like, yeah, that would, that would be, be a ridiculous. Little like, no, the feathers, they're, they're great. They're nice and airy. <laughs> they, uh, they're they not very heavy on my head. <laughs> Like, that would be an intense thing to see. Be like, hey, I'm here to <laughs> dig some ditches. Uh, yeah, and if I don't want to work today, I'll just do a little dance. How? Yeah. 
I really don't want to work today. So if you see me doing some crazy dance, don't worry. I did not step in an ant pile. I'm trying to make it rain. I'm summoning the rain. I am summoning. By the way, you know what's funny? I'm sure this is cultural appropriation. Uh, but we did. We used to have this thing uh, that I don't know why. It, people, if you are in construction and you hear what I'm about to say, you know what I'm about. You know this. <laughs> And you don't know how, the same way I know it, and I don't know how, which is there is something called a rain turtle. And if you walk up, if a boss walks up on a job, any boss on any job walks up and sees a rain turtle, he will be furious. And a rain turtle is something where you take your shovel and you find a spot where no one's going to be walking around or working, and you draw you draw the body, you draw the little legs, you draw the little head, and then you put a little lightning bolt on it, the on its shell, <laughs> and you stick the shovel right in the in the lightning bolt, and that is supposed to like bring the rain on. Everyone knows this. I thought I've it was never heard of that. Yeah, well, you don't work in construction yeah, outside true. because I've had no, there has been no one that has seen a rain turtle and been like. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Like, they see it, and they're like, oh, yeah. Uh, my boss has seen one and been super pissed. He's like, what the hell is this? He, like, rips the <laughs> shovel out and, like, kicks the thing over. Because, it, you know, whatever. Is it like a rain dance for Yeah, workers? it's like, yeah, it's it's a, uh, we could still get our work done and have this rain dance happen. <laughs> and it never worked, but we all just did it because we hoped it would work. And, uh, you know, if it ever did rain, we're like, thank you, rain turtle. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, and I'm sure that that is, uh, was appropriated by someone somewhere. There's someone that's like, oh, instead of a rain dance, we drew we drew a rain turtle on the... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I just don't get it, because... Uh, it's because dreadlocks are cool, and if I... Listen, if I came up with dreadlocks, I wouldn't want anyone else to do them either. I'd be like, oh, you like that? That's mine. Copyright. DJ. Yeah. Well, I read something about it that, like, details what dreadlocks mean, like, but I don't remember what it was. By the way, you've never met a Rastafarian, and you've met a lot of people with dreadlocks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't think that every black person that's rocking dreadlocks are doing it from whatever cultural perspective. They're just like, oh, these are cool. <laughs> yeah, does that mean Mr. T, we need to retroactively hate that guy because he stole from punk rockers and had his <laughs> little uh, mohawk. mohawk? Maybe, I mean, or maybe that was culturally appropriated also <laughs> by the punk rockers. Oh, yeah, you know, you see sometimes on movies, and who knows if it's really true, but you see on movies, like Indians, they had uh, mohawks. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, who knows? But, I don't know. Like, I think things that are as superficial as hair shouldn't be uh, drawing away from the real issue because I think there is a lot of like hot topic issues that are serious that like, like police brutality or police like unfairly targeting black people. I think that's a huge ordeal, but I don't think someone wearing dreadlocks that's not black is. It's funny because you saying hair made me think like hair and clothes getting mad about that is so crazy considering there are people with swastikas tattooed on their face right and we're like dude your hair 
looks like my hair and we don't look alike and i don't like that god yeah. save the queen if you are wearing one of those freaking uh those linen suits you know <laughs> oh, those uh like the colonel suits <laughs> from kfc that's funny because i said linen suit and that's not what i meant but i love that yes <laughs> if you are not from the south if you're not a racist that makes good chicken from the south and you wear a linen suit yeah, if you didn't culturally appropriate that chicken recipe. <laughs> if you know the 11 herbs and spices. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you didn't come up with it. Your maid probably did. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. He pro- I wonder, maybe that's the next project we should do, is do a book report on Colonel Sanders. Mm. Oh, you know why? You know what's funny? Uh... I mean, we I, probably shouldn't be saying things like that because we don't know. Okay, but <laughs> speaking of that, it's funny because this is this was not this did not happen on purpose. Uh, but I was just reading uh, Papa John, John, mm. whatever his name is. He just got in trouble for saying the N word. What? And, and apparent. Well, here's the thing. They say that he said it on a conference call years ago or something. Oh, jeez. So who knows if he actually did say it. But here's the thing that if he did say it is hilarious is his response so perfect. So they're saying that this came out like years ago, like he said it and they wait until now to bring it up like they did with Paula Dean. They're like, oh, once you get famous, then we're going to circle back and call you out for being a racist. Yeah, which, by the way, that's, you know, uh, who is that Who is that really hurting? Because she's already made her money. She's made so, what are they, oh, you can't make any more millions of dollars. Yeah, and I mean, people still buy her stuff. And it doesn't make her recipes, like, taste any less buttery. <laughs> I love this uh, headline, Papa John's Race uh papa john's races to pull a founder from marketing surprising no one <laughs> oh god please i want the exact quote that he supposedly said yeah well and do they have proof of this or is it just hearsay like uh, i need to know the deets because like with paula dean did they have a recording or was that just hearsay? I think they did have a recording. I seem to remember hearing a recording of her being like, huh. Yeah, they had a recording with Dog the Bounty Hunter. Heck yeah, they did. <laughs> they had a recording. And that with... was not like 10 years ago. It was current when they released that. They had one with your boy Hulkster. And he, oh, the Hulk said it too? I didn't Heck know that. Heck yeah, he did. Heck the yeah, Hulk, he did. Also known as Dog the Bounty Hunter's cousin. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's his brother, yeah. ma'am. <laughs> Who did I see? Oh, well, Papa, it says, okay, CNN might help us, because it says that... Was it? Oh, man, it was, um, I don't remember what podcast it was, but when Theo Vaughn was on there, <laughs> they were, like, making fun of him, saying that Dog the Bounty Hunter Fighter was his the dad. Kid. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what it was. <laughs> that was Brendan Schaub. <laughs> Man, that was so funny. He's like, you look like you're tired. You're up all night talking to your dad. Dog the bounty hunter. Please look at a picture of Theo Vaughn. He is the only single man in the world that is able to pull off a mullet. And you're like, yeah, I think I should have a mullet. He is so funny, though. 
Like, I love his Louisiana accent and the fact that he always says brah at the end of every sentence. Talking about brah. All right, wait. I'm going to read these three, these two paragraphs. It says, John John Shatner? Shatner? (laughs) I don't know. Papa John caused controversy last year when he said the Papa John's pizza sales were hurt by the NFL's handling of players kneeling during the anthem and protest of racial injustice. He stepped down as CEO two months after the comment. On the call in May, okay, uh, Papa John sought to downplay the significance of his criticism of the league and its players, Forbes reported. And he is quoted as saying, Colonel Sanders called blacks ends. He said, complaining that Sanders had never received backlash, according to Forbes. <laughs> the uh, parent company of KFC did not immediately answer a request for comment. Yeah. By the way, Colonel Sanders, who lived in 1901 or whatever. Yeah, a of different time. Of course he said the N-word. He started his day and was like, ah, N-word. Anyway, to chicken. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a completely different time where that was way more acceptable. Uh, and no one, like, batted an eyelash when no. an old white gentleman said that. But now, yeah, like, he should have known better. To call him a gentleman. They were like, oh, did you hear him speak like a gentleman? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to those ends he did? No. <laughs> Papa John. By the way, that's a, uh, th- to me, that is the most priceless what an idiot. He is so dumb because that is the <laughs> that is the most priceless thing. Be like, oh, Colonel Sanders all the time he said it. That's yeah, like but it. is Colonel Sanders still alive? Colonel Sanders. He, he died a long time ago. Probably when it was still okay to say the N-word without flinching for white people. Yeah, he didn't even drop one more bead of sweat onto his linen suit. No. With his Texas tie. What are those stupid ties? Or no, a that bolo. wasn't a bolo tie. What did he have? He had one of those stupid hangy ties. I don't know. I can just picture his stupid white suit and his white hair. I don't know, man. But all I know is this: anyone who is still like KFC, if you've never gone to Popeye's Chicken, get your life in order. <laughs> If you, first of all, if you're eating fast food, fried chicken, get, what? But if you're doing it and you're passing a Popeye's to go to KFC, you're an idiot. <laughs> and if you have to drive further to a Popeye's, past the KFC, you're brilliant. Do it. You look at Popeye's and you flick it off as you drive past and go, never again. And you go and you get spicy chicken from Popeye's. Yeah. And you go, not today, racist. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they have racists in Louisiana. Absolutely too. not. Mm, I'm pretty sure they do. Well, but we, I, what was they're it? everywhere. The other day, we went to go and get some Popeyes, and I was shocked because for the first time in my life since I've ever gone to a Popeyes, a white man was at the window and was like, I'll be giving you your chicken now. I was like, what? Like, I don't know if I can trust this now. <laughs> First of all, you're a skinny white guy, and you you just called me sir. I don't think this is going to work out at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to test this chicken. I got my eye on you, boy. <laughs> but, I mean, you shouldn't be racist against white people. Listen, there are just some things, I'm sorry, there are some things that some people can do better. And when I say people, I'm using air quotes, because I mean some races can do better. <laughs> 
for the for the most part. Some racists can do better. Races, R-A-C-E-S. Races, okay. Not I'm glad you. racists. Yeah, because that's what it sounded like. And I was like, hmm, I'm not sure what they are doing better besides being hateful, but. I mean, listen, I heard Lauren Hill hates white people, but I still love her sweet songs that she sings to me. Yeah, I never heard that. Like, I heard rumors about that, but I've never seen anything that says that. So, I I don't know. I mean, if that's true, then, I mean, like you said, she does have sweet, sweet songs that... She can. She will be strumming my pain with her fingers yeah. till the day I die. I mean, we don't know what the story is, but again, like, I was a huge fan of hers, and I've never seen anything that said that. Like, I've heard rumors, like, in my normal life, but I've never seen anything. Okay, let me put it this way. Papa John being a racist does not change me not caring about Papa John's pizza. If I found out... Well, they got that sweet garlic butter sauce. <laughs> if I found out that Bradley Popeyes Jr. was racist <laughs> and uh, people were like, we need to boycott Popeyes. Listen, I don't eat fried chicken anymore because that is not part of the life plan I've made for myself. But I will make sure that I buy... A the biggest uh, bowl of fried chicken bowl, clearly haven't done it in a while. Box of fried chicken uh, that I can every single week. I will go every Friday and I will buy a box of fried chicken and be like, "Yes, this racist chicken tastes delicious." Why will you do that? I don't know. I just Just love Popeyes. Can't do anything. That Popeyes is better than any kind of pizza you could ever imagine, regardless if it is or is not racist. That guy could be. I guess Brad isn't a black guy's name. Uh, I mean, it could be. It could be Jermaine. (laughs) Jermaine. I'm sorry, no Jerome. Jerome. Uh, Um, but like, I just don't. I don't know. Like uh, that was silly for Papa John. Yeah, he's an idiot. Who wasn't there another CEO of a of a food thing that they got in trouble for going and killing a lion or an elephant or something? And mm, I don't know anything about that. Nah, eh, who cares? I mean, it sounds interesting. <laughs> it makes more sense than being racist, going and killing an animal in Africa, than calling black people the N word on a conference call. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, why would you ever think that was okay? So, okay, I'm sorry, we'll we'll get off of this, but here's what's crazy to me about the Papa John's thing, is the way that I've read it, including just now, the implication is, is that he was initially saying that because of the, the kneeling at NFL games... And something about the injustice, whatever, like that was affecting sales. I don't get it. But his response to that was to, when people were mad at him about that, was to say, Colonel Sanders called black people the N word. What? <laughs> like, yeah. he didn't initially call anyone anything bad. He just was saying something that people disagreed with and then was like, listen. I don't think I'm getting enough attention for my view. So here's a way to get it. N-word. Yeah. Which, the whole NFL kneeling part, like, I understand 
to a degree, people getting all up in arms about them being disrespectful over the country's national anthem. But I don't think that it was as extreme as people were getting with it because they were just trying to draw attention to a problem that those types of people were facing. So like a peaceful protest, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Like that national anthem doesn't sound the same to everyone. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I have opinions, but I don't know that I can really add much to that. Like (laughs) that's, Yeah. I mean, of course, I don't want to be offensive or, like, alienate any of our listeners, but I just, that's how I feel about it. Like, it was a peaceful protest. They dropped down to say, hey, look, there's a problem. And instead of looking at that problem, people were just upset about the national anthem, which really, like, it just didn't seem as huge of an ordeal as the problem that they were trying to address, which is... Was it the National Anthem or was it the Pledge of Allegiance? No, it was, was the, it the Anthem. Okay. Yeah, because they play it, like, right before the games. So, like, the issue was, like, again, black people being fairly uh, unfairly targeted by police and um, being shot and uh, just brutalized with like prejudiced so here's what's no one is going to agree with what i'm about to say but i will say it anyway and that is that why are we doing before these games the pledge and the national anthem and all that stuff like what about doing that is like why do you have to do that before you play this game that is going to give you concussions and traumatic brain injuries but, like, I don't have to go... Like, when I get to work in the morning, uh, my boss isn't like, all right, everybody, stand and look at the flag and say the pledge, and then we're going to sing the national anthem, and then we're going to get to work. All right. Yeah. Like, it's kind of insane that it happens there, and I imagine it's because it's a whole big group of people, but that still doesn't make sense because, like, I work for a small business, so there's not a lot of us, but I'm sure there are plenty, like Amazon, the Amazon warehouse, they don't all show up for their shift and they're like, all right, everybody clock in and then put your hand over your heart <laughs> because yeah, we are about to get it on. Like, I can't think of any businesses that are not televised, like national sports. I don't think it's a bad thing to say the pledge and sing the national anthem. It just seems kind of weird that we do it then and no other time. Well, I mean, well, okay. are they taking it away from schools now, too? Who who knows? I don't ever have to go back, so who cares? <laughs> Losers. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and do your homework and say the pledge, idiots. I'm already done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went and bought microphones and a soundboard, and we're doing a podcast now instead of going to school and saying the pledge and doing homework. <laughs> yeah, but we do have to go to work. Shut up. Uh <laughs> But at neither of our jobs do we say the pledge or um, drop down on a knee <laughs> to protest it. So I just, I don't know. It just seems like that people, instead of looking at the issue, like ignored that and got riled up for some other issue that they deemed more important than 
what they were trying to express. It was the it was literally the least they could have done. They didn't like whatever riot. <laughs> yeah, because they could have just I, I don't know. I heard uh, Bill Burr say something about it, which was, you know, he's like, they didn't have to, no one had to take any notice of it at all. And they definitely didn't have to do anything about it. And what they did was like, it was, listen, it wasn't nothing because they did do something. They did take the knee or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I, I don't know. There's definitely more than one side to the story. And I only know, I barely care to know the side that I know. I just know that it seems... I, I'm already way biased because I think well, sports Well, I mean, like, is that over now? Did they Because I think there was talks about them taking the anthem out and to get rid of that so they couldn't do it. Here's the crazy thing. I found out more about sports in that small amount of time than I have in the entirety <laughs> of my life. And once that died down... Then I didn't know anything about sports again. So I'm super biased about all of this because I think it's all dumb and I don't understand why we do it. And I don't understand why we pay people millions of dollars to do it. And for some reason, we're like, when there's like, you know, professional video gamers that make millions of dollars, people are shocked. But the fact that we have, you know, however many teams of professionals that do whatever it is that they do and throw their bodies into each other, they're like, no, that makes sense. You should get millions of dollars, but not this dude that plays StarCraft Yeah, really well. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the people that are, like, throwing their bodies, like, they are more likely to have some kind of brain damage and, like physical damage that they're going to have to live with for the rest of their life more so than a video gamer. I think for me now, like I clearly, I don't throw my body like, uh, even anywhere close to a professional athlete. Like I'm not even in the same universe as them, but, uh, like the older I get, the more, and the more I'm working outside with my hands, I am like, yeah, okay. You guys do some hard work. Cool. Like, I don't get paid millions of dollars, and I still go and do it. Right. Like, I... Well, I mean, it's not just the physical uh, labor of it. Like, you have millions of people tuning in to watch you fail. (laughs) So, I feel like that's a lot of pressure also to, like, come to the big show. (laughs) Well, see, and that's where I'm of two minds of the whole thing, because... I think that's kind of why I don't part of the reason why I don't care to watch sports is because the worst player, the worst third string player on any team you can find, whoever it is, there has to be a last player that everyone's like, Ugh, <laughs> Bradley, he's the Bradley worst. Popeye senior. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, that dude could run circles around me and stomp me into the ground without even breaking a sweat. So, (laughs) like, (laughs) it seems crazy that people boo. 
That's all I'm saying too. Like it's like not one of those. <laughs> well, the people that are booing are not in shape, and they couldn't do anything. No, if they <laughs> had they're to, like, you suck. If they had the people that are booing, if they had to walk from their cheap seat all the way up in the top down to the bottom to uh, go onto the field and say, "Hey, I think you did really bad," they would be so winded that they wouldn't be able to speak to that person that they just booed at for ten minutes while they caught their fat breath. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like choked on a hot dog. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Sports are weird, man. I mean, I'm glad that you're not a huge sports person because I'm not either, and that would be pretty weird if I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll go over here while you enjoy this. I think it's funny though that one year uh, after Thanksgiving we watched the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And then just left the TV on, and then the uh, football game started, and we just watched the game. Like, we watched the whole game, and we were like, that was pretty good. You know, maybe we'll do this once a year. We'll watch the parade, and then we'll watch the game. That might as well have been a thousand years ago, because we (laughs) never watched another game again <laughs> yeah i don't even remember that like i remember like catching pieces of games but i remember it because it was shocking that i remember us sitting there and just watching this football game and not neither of us being like all right what the hell are we doing we got to get out of here yeah i mean they those some of the players like perform amazingly like they get the crazy catches or like are super fast but i just can't get into it it's funny because if i was going to get into any sport it would probably be football because it's like it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff happening and then they're like all right man let's take a break whereas like basketball is they're like hey man we're just flipping across the court all the time there is no stopping almost ever we're just moving move 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 yeah we're jumping same thing with hockey oh i like hockey though uh, like i like to go to the games i don't like to watch it on tv um but like hockey's fun because they fight <laughs> but barely no nah, i mean they get a little crazy like smash each other into the glass and go back and forth I think it's fun. I never. I tried to get into basketball when I was younger, but I can. And then, um, like I, I like some baseball movies. So that's I, hilarious. Yeah, like Major League. I love that movie. Uh, and also The Sandlot. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like The Sandlot? So I mean, I I don't know. I tried to like baseball too, and I had some like friends when I was a teenager that played baseball. So I went to some of their games, and like mm, it was boring to me <laughs> even going to the game. So I was like, meh. That's funny because I was destined to never like baseball because I was te- terrible at it. I was so. I didn't know you played. Oh, I didn't because whenever <laughs> I played t-ball, uh, you know the world's easiest sport it might as well just be having a ball in your hand and throwing it the sport mm-hmm. uh they're like the as big l- balls yeah they're like as long as you just like hold the ball and then throw it you win no they put this ball on a tee they give you a bat and they're like hey man you go out there and you hit that ball and then you run and i was like all right well, do they even have anyone on the pitcher's mound or i don't know but i do know this i know that when i was in t-ball and my little first at bat, I was like, all right, here we go, Babe Ruth, sending it out to the outfield. Did you point? Probably. <laughs> and I swung and I missed. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. 
And I swung again, and I missed. You didn't even hit the stick? Okay. And I'm like, all right. All right, three strikes, you're out. And then I swung a third time, and I missed. (laughs) And then whoever the ump is like, just swing till you hit it. Oh, geez. That was a mistake because <laughs> I would say 10 to 15 swings later. Why was it when so... I finally was like, crack. And I freaking cracked this ball. I made it a triple. I got to third base. I was so stoked on myself. Like, ha <laughs> did it. And then I got mocked relentlessly for that. Oh, by like, your team? Or... Uh, yeah, because I was like, oh, okay. Well, this is not for me. I can't hit a ball that is going zero miles an hour. (laughs) That is at the spot. It's in, it's literally in the sweet spot. It is the spot where your bat wants to go. If you're someone who plays baseball, if you're someone who just knows of baseball and has a bat and your name's DJ, Mm -hmm. it's nowhere. It might as well just be a ghost (laughs) that you're trying to hit with a baseball (laughs) bat. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Like, I never really liked any... I didn't like watching sports, and I didn't like participating either. Like, I didn't like PE, really. I've never been super physical. And, uh, like, especially I hated playing, like, team sports where everyone plays, and you're like... I hated that so bad. Like, one time we... Well, whenever I was in, like, the fifth or sixth grade... Um, in the summer times, like we used to go to this recreational park every day when the weather was fine. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yep, me and my sisters would go, and uh, like it was really fun. It because there was kids our age there, and we would hang out and play games and stuff. And like if it would rain or if it was too hot, we would go inside, and they had like a whole uh, room set up where they had like pool tables and bumper pool and all these different kind of games that you could play, like ping pong and. Like, just fun stuff. And then there was another room where we would do, like, puzzles or, like, color or just do a lot of, like, fun things. But, like, I loved that, except when they would, like, make us do team sports. Um, One time, like, we were running this, like, relay race. And I was... (laughs) I've never been, like, a runner. I'm not, like, exceptionally fit or anything. But I didn't think I was that bad. (laughs) And this girl was like... She's not even trying. (laughs) You're like dying. I wanted to murder that girl. Because like, how dare you draw attention to me, jerk. Dude, when I was a kid, uh, we... Hold on. When I was a kid, I think I was in... I don't know. I was in I was in high school. Okay. And we had to run a mile. And the mile you had to run in 18 minutes. You had mm-hmm. 18 minutes to run this mile. Theoretically, I could have walked very fast and, yeah. and walked this mile. I made it in 17 minutes and 50 plus seconds. <laughs> and that 59 is seconds. no joke. That is no joke. And if you did not... Did you run? Listen to me. If you did not make this in the 18 minutes, you failed the class. Ooh, so you just made it. And I had... Listen, I had <laughs> this this coach, this teacher that was like, Hey, you gotta do it. This is a fat woman. 
<laughs> that a hundred percent could not have run this in eighteen minutes. One hundred percent could not have run it in eighteen minutes. Yeah, feel. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like you should have. That's like having an English teacher that speaks German. Like it just doesn't make sense mm. to be like there is no motivation when someone's like, listen, you could roll me like a hoop and stick. You could just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then I could probably make it in 18 minutes, but I definitely couldn't run it. You made it. (laughs) You just barely made it. I remember when I was in kindergarten, um, we used to have to run to this fence that seemed like it was 1,000 miles away. (laughs) And like I would start off running and halfway there, my side would cramp. And I was like, I hate this. I'm walking now. And then I would walk and touch the fence and I would always be one of the last ones to make it back. And there was always these kids that were, like, fast and, like, sprinting, like, no problem. And I'm like, ow, my side hurts so bad. <laughs> I wish I had been a jerk then, like I am now, because I wouldn't have run anywhere. And I'd be like, <laughs> fail me, yeah. please. I'm not only not going to attempt to do this, but I'm going to walk away now. You can't leave. Oh, gone. <laughs> right. Yeah. What can you do about it? Really? I know. Like, whenever I got to, like, uh, like in the 7th or 8th grade, I was good. And then when I got to high school, I was like, no, I'm not dressing out if I don't want to. So I didn't. Yeah, no, I never dressed out. I, dre- I uh, maybe I did dress out. But I had to take P.E. every year because I didn't pass. Because <laughs> I was like, well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and well, I even took it in summer school one time. I took uh, weightlifting. <laughs> I did not wait a second. I did not know that. How did no, that go? I mean, I don't know if I Did you learn how to do some six squats? No. What about some deadlifts? Well, the coach that was there, like Did you, you have could a tell big that... chalk thing that you went No. The coach that was there, like you could tell that he used to be a weightlifter because he was really bulky, but his muscles were all soft. I was gonna say is he all really very fat? <laughs> Yeah, he kind of was fat, but, like, he just, like, hung out there and, like, had a clipboard and (laughs) didn't do anything, so we just hung out in the weight room, and I think I just stopped going, so when I started back the next year, I had to go again. That's hilarious. You should have just told him, be like, hey, man, I would have done it, but I was listening to my five-second anti-skip CD Walkman. (laughs) Yeah, if only I'd had one, maybe I would have been motivated to get it done. you. No How way. How stupid, though. Like, I could have gotten it done in the first year and then been done with it. But I was like, no, I need to be physically fit. I'm going to take this every year. It was so dumb because we had PE and then we had health. Mm-hmm. And I, I took health. I passed that one. But it was your but Well, then your health wasn't like our health because our health was we had health, you know, the book. And that was the first half of the class. And the second half of the class was like, all right, now you got to like run wind sprints or whatever it was. Like, No, that's not what we did. You got to do 100,000 push-ups. Like, they, what? Like in ours, they taught us like CPR. And um, like they had one of those CPR dummies. And I was trying to like hold the dummy's nose tight. And I like ripped it off. That's <laughs> hilarious. His nose was secured off his face. I could you imagine if you did that to a person? You're like, let me hold your nose so tight that their it nose so rips off. I <laughs> would love that because I definitely would have done the thing where you like hit the chest. Like, come on, damn it! Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> I was so embarrassed by that though. I was like, I'm trying to hold his nose. Oh wait, did you have to? Do, do they? Was it the deal where they like made you go in front of the class? Yeah, and do- they had the dummy up there on the table in front of the class. So I'm like, nah, man, this dude is going to die. Because guess what? You can give me an F now, but that dude's still gonna die later in real life when I don't <laughs> give him CPR idiot <laughs> but I, I don't think i failed that one i mean it was a long time ago maybe i did but i don't think so guys i was better at the like books book learning than i was at physical sports or yeah i was good at neither i was dumb and i was very fat so i was like this is gonna be a double a double no <laughs> yeah but i did have a bowl cut so there was that so cherry on i did wear glasses in my senior year i was like i will bleach my hair Ooh, i will bleach my hair is that whenever eminem released that song the real slim shady i don't know and i didn't do it because of that but i definitely as soon as i did start doing it realized the correlation and was like yeah i mean i guess it's just what cool people do (laughs) we just bleach our hair yeah and of course, my hair is so dark that it didn't bleach bleach. It like turned Calvin of Calvin and Hobbes yellow. It was like, it wasn't white like I wanted it to be. It was like, it was white at the roots, but then by the time it got to the tips, it was like yellow. Mm, so so like I looked like hair. a real true <laughs> idiot. Yeah, because I don't think his hair was white blonde. It was yellow. I don't know. I don't it was know a either. long time ago. But... Listen, we need to be over with this because uh, it's getting late and I'm getting tired and we've been doing this for an hour and a half. But I will say, speaking of hair, I'm going to tell you now at the end because not many people are going to listen this far and if they do, they'll know. I think that I might shave my beard. No, I was hoping you were going to say you're going to put dreads on it. I think I'm going to put dreads <laughs> in my beard. I was not, I didn't even think of that and now I might. No. Maybe, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, next time we go on vacation, I think the week before we go on vacation, I'm going to put dreads in my beard, and then that Friday, when I get home from work, I'm going to shave my beard off. So, are you really thinking of shaving your beard? I'm thinking of shaving it, and then letting it grow back out, just because, like, since I've lost some weight now, I wonder what my face looks like. <laughs> so, like, shaving everything, including shaving your mustache and your of it. goatee? Like some kind of creep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm allowed to keep my mace on hot standby. Some kind of soft, baby-faced creep. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you want, it'll grow back. Here's what's crazy, if I do do that, is there's half of my face that the sun hasn't touched for over a decade Mm. and I just wonder if like, I shave my face where it's going to be like just old man skin and then just no. baby white skin. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. Cause you only shaved off your like mustache and goatee like one time when we were together. And then you were like, I'm never doing that again. That was such a terrible mistake. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe we'll do it for, uh, for subscribers like once we hit 500 subscribers i will shave my beard yeah I i'll mean, let it grow until we get five 
I will not let it grow. Like, well, I could, but that's it, a big number. It is a big number. That's why I'm saying I'll we'll, I'll never have to do it, <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be like you know five years away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Just do it. Who cares? We'll grow back. I'm gonna if I do do it, I'm gonna wait till we go on vacation because I don't know that I want to be out in the sun and have my face get burned off. Uh, oh yeah, while I see. I'm doing that, at least give it a week to like grow some uh, some coverage Stubble. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't either. I don't know, man. Because like whenever you shaved your beard off before, not your beard, you kn- you didn't have a beard until like maybe the last five years. No, right? it was bef- before that even. Maybe, um, but like you had a goatee. But you didn't have a beard. The last time I had a goatee was in 2009, because that's when we got married. Yeah, but you had one after that. A like goatee? You start, then you started growing it out again, or? No, remember, I shaved for our wedding. But did you have a beard before that? I don't remember. I just know that I look at our wedding pictures, and I wish I could go back in time and be like, don't do it, man. Just shave your face all one length. Don't do the goatee. Oh, I don't remember. Your big fat face is going to look fat in the no. face. <laughs> also, you're going to look like Toulouse Lautrec in a suit. <laughs> short. Stop that's what he means. He's going to look short. There is a picture of me floating around there in a, in a tuxedo at our wedding. It's me standing next to a tree. And I look like Toulouse Lautrec. Well, I think it was because of the cut of those pants. Like, I wish you would have gotten like skinny cut pants. Yeah, no crap, man. Like, I if that's the two things I would do. I would go back first and be like, don't, don't shave it. And then I would go as I was going to get fitted for that tux. Be like, hey, they're gonna try and like just drape material around you and call it pants. Don't let them do it. Don't let them do it. Your gut is giant, but still make them tailor this to you. Yeah. Don't. Well, just... I don't think that your gut was giant. That's not what I was like, yeah, about. No, no. But, I. <laughs> like, they should have went with your hips, because I don't think that you had big hips. And if the pants had been more fitted, then it would have not made you look more compact, I guess. So. So angry. But I still think you look handsome. Yeah, now, not then. When I was like, huh. <laughs> when I was the magical talking sitar. No. <laughs> well, and there's a picture of you and your grandfather together, and like I'm like, oh, there's my future. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking like the freaking. All right. So anyway, that's another episode. That's a good episode. Yeah. But, I mean, I think if you want to shave it off, then it'll be fine. Because it'll grow back. But what if it doesn't? <laughs> well, What maybe if this can, is the time? <laughs> maybe you can get some hair plugs on your face. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. I will get a uh, Merkin for my face. <laughs> <laughs> no. Did we see that together? I don't I know. I didn't know what a Merkin was until I watched the movie. Don't even tell anyone what it is. Just make them Google it. Why would they? I don't understand why anyone would get a Merkin. I don't know either. But, <laughs> I mean, why would you get a toupee? Maybe you're just self-conscious about your hair sitch. 
Yeah, I guess, but that seems a little bit extreme because why isn't it just growing naturally? Getting a face murkin, that's all there is to it. <laughs> no, they're not for your face. <laughs> I mean, put it on there like a soul patch right on the chin. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. But like whenever you shaved your beard the first time, uh, your hair was like jet black and it was longer. So then with your like pasty white skin, because you didn't work outside then. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a picture of that somewhere. Nope, I don't think so. I, I think, don't think those we might all be posting lost to time. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But <sighs> all right. Well, I mean, we have to go to bed soon because now that my vacation is over, I have to wake up at a time <laughs> instead of just waking up naturally and then taking a nap. <laughs> yeah. One day we'll be able to retire <laughs> and uh, wake up whenever the sun comes up. One thing I will say, though, about like being on vacation in Alabama is that time is an hour behind here in Florida. So whenever I would wake up in the morning, it will be 6 a.m. and the sun would be fully out. So that was... Awesome. Like, oh, good? Yeah, it was good. Like, if that happened here, I would be freaking Johnny on the spot getting up out of bed because I like to rise with the sun. Uh, but, like, here I, at 6 o'clock, the sun is still down. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, it just seems more natural to wake up when the light's out. But. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have more to say about that. But that's for an <laughs> off-air conversation. So, Bethany, this has been another fun episode. I love you. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying it. Because like, I love I, you. I, I, I love not... you, too, but I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't like that on every episode, like, putting our personal feelings on. I don't like it. Hmm. Well, I do, because <laughs> I love you. I know, like, you like making me feel uncomfortable, and that's what you like. <laughs> I don't and like love. making you feel uncomfortable. I do like that uh, I know that every time you're going to be like, why? Well, Does why do you do keep it? doing it then? Because I love you so much, and I need everyone to know. <laughs> well, they you. know. They've known ever since pod one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I will change it. I love all of you. Thank you for listening to our podcast called The Untrained Eye. We will see you next Tuesday. Indeed. See you then. I love you, bye. <laughs> I love you, bye. Goodbye. Everyone, I love you. I love Bethany. I love you. Podcast is over now. <laughs> <laughs>